Hello, my name is Kevin McDonald. I'm a Redemptorist stationed in New Smyrna Beach, Florida. In 1549, the great Jesuit missionary, St. Francis Xavier, arrived in the shores of Japan. Within 40 years, there were over 200,000 Catholic converts, most settling in the southwest city of Nagasaki. While St. Francis did not see the tremendous growth of his missionary efforts, St. Paul Mickey, the son of wealthy Japanese parents, did. He became a Jesuit seminarian, a catechist, and an inspiring preacher. The joy of this newly formed community, however, was short-lived. A Spanish merchant whispered in the ear of a powerful Japanese official that the Catholics were traitors. If they were not stopped, he said, then Spain and Portugal would soon take over the country. The official immediately ordered the arrest of Paul Mickey and two other catechists, six Franciscans, and 17 Japanese Catholic laypeople, including children. They were forced to march 600 miles from Kyoto to Nagasaki. When they arrived in the outskirts of the city, large crosses were erected. The prisoners were fastened upon them and eventually killed with a sword thrust to the body. St. Paul Mickey, who reportedly forgave his executioners from the cross, preached a powerful, stirring final homily. The only reason for my being killed, he said, is that I have taught the doctrine of Christ. I thank God it is for this reason that I die. I believe that I am telling the truth before I die. I know you believe me, and I want to say to you all once again, ask Christ to help you become happy. I obey Christ, and after Christ's example, I forgive my persecutors. I do not hate them. I ask God to have pity on all, and I hope my blood will fall on my fellow men as a fruitful rain. If the Japanese executioners thought that the spirit of the prisoners might be broken by such a long walk to Nagasaki, they were wrong. St. Paul Mickey and his companions sang hymns and strengthened one another the whole way. Perhaps that is the key. Where we are weak individually, we can gain strength from the faith-filled people around us. As the author of the Hebrews points out, we have not yet resisted to the point of shedding blood. Such an ultimate sacrifice will probably never happen. Our day-to-day -day struggle to live faithfully, however, in our efforts to inspire the people around us is no less meritorious than a martyr's death. It is our communion with Christ that remains our constant strength and hope.